I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Think I'm in a maintenance group. Hi, everyone. How are you? Happy Monday. Also, happy Halloween. Um, definitely want to talk about that today. If you have any questions, load them up. I did make a list. I got some list of my questions. Um, I What I'm doing is in the morning on Monday is doing a little poster board and you can let me know any of the topics you want me to cover if you're not able to watch live. That way you can still get your questions asked and answered. Um, that's the beauty of this group, not having thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of members like our weight loss program. I'm sure eventually it will have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of members. Members. Um, but for right now, ask all the questions that you need. I will run through as many of them as possible. Like I said, I do have my trusty iPad. Hi, Vera. Hello. Nice to see you. So it's Halloween. Let's talk about that. Uh, and I'll keep my notepad here. So in case you do, guys do have questions, let's talk about that. Um, you know, weekends are hard enough. <laughs> Getting back at it after the weekend. Um, Halloween. So once you've lost your weight, you are going to have to go through Halloween and Christmas and holidays and, um, you know, Valentine's Day and all of the days, all the celebratory days. There'll be more birthdays and holidays and that. So a couple of things, you know, let me just go through the four stages again of maintenance, the four stages of maintenance. I'm working, I've done a video for you guys. I'm working on a whole post to explain this. So there are four stages to finally and forever kind of weight loss. There's losing your weight, which you've done because you're here. And then there's putting time into solidifying your weight. And some of you are using your personalized plan and some of you are repeating the program again, obviously, which is a benefit because you're leveling up. This is where you kind of want to just maintain status quo. You don't want to be challenging the body too much, just allowing the body time to get used to your new weight. And then there's like testing the waters. And this is where you're learning to trust yourself. You're learning what maintenance looks like and feels like to you. While you're losing weight, you're learning what weight loss looks like and feels like to you. Now that you've lost the weight, you're really trying to really understand what maintenance looks like and feels like to you, how your body reacts to your food choices, those natural fluctuations on the scale that are going to happen for the rest of your life, how to navigate things like birthdays, holidays, vacays, celebratory days, Halloween, and such. And then there's that truly like really understanding your body strong mind-body connection, body's not looking to store the fat back, mentally you know what you need to do, you know, in order to main, easily maintain your weight. And so that's that finally and forever. So you're going to be tested, you know, about like for the next year after you're done losing because you're going to have to encounter all these different holidays and stuff. Definitely don't want you stressing, like a really great opportunity to learn. Remember that you've busted through a lot of habits and your brain was wired and your thoughts were wired to habits of when you indulged in Halloween candy and how you felt about that, 
your belief system about it and all of that. So there's, there's, even though you've lost your weight physically, there's still a lot to do mentally. And even when you think you've got it, each new kind of situation can really challenge you until you've been through it a few times. Like Halloween to me, whatever. I'm not even, don't even give it a thought. I'm not even concerned about it. If I thought about eating chocolate or candy or anything right now, it's not even appealing. I swear I could be swimming in a bag full of candy and I just wouldn't, you know, feel the need. Now ask me later when I'm not drinking enough water today or, you know, when I'm around it, I might decide to have a few pieces. But you're, you're, and, and each time the holiday comes around, you're going to be more and more calm about that. So here's my one big piece of advice is like, while you're in maintenance, you can decide to have it, to decide not to have it. A couple of things, you've, you've had it a million times. Again, you want to be mindful of not creating that situation where you, you're feeling like you're missing out if you don't have it or if this, it's going to be so yummy and delicious. Like really, just take the emotions out of it. Have it, don't have it. That's it. It's really as simple as that. If you're feeling tested by it, maybe you're just testing yourself. It's not the candy that's testing you. It's not the candy that's like, eat me, eat me. It's like you probably in your old pattern and thoughts and, and not realize you're not that person anymore. You're not there anymore. So you have the opportunity in the moment to choose again, to think differently. I want to have the fucking candy. I can have the candy. It's not going to do nothing. You know what I mean? If your weight goes up, you know, tomorrow, chances are it could be the wine that you're drinking with the candy, the water that you didn't drink the day you had the candy could be the workout you did the day you had the candy because now your muscles are sore and inflamed and your body's retaining water. Do you know what I mean? The scale is not going to go up tomorrow because of any candy. And you know, you're not going to gain any weight tomorrow because of any candy. And you know, and these are the times in life where you should enjoy the candy. So I saw a Weight Watchers post. Oh my, look at me. It's stressing me. <laughs> you know, it's still stressing. I start rubbing my forehead. I saw this Weight Watchers post post about how much certain how many points certain candy has, and I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me right now? If you want to have the candy, have the candy." Um, be mindful again, because you are some of you are still working, learning to trust yourself of that dialogue, right? If you're going to have it, enjoy it, taste it, you know, be, be mindful of the dialogue that follows it. Be mindful of the dialogue the next day. And that's your opportunity to kind of work through any issues you have with still having it. Um, you, what you don't want to do, whether you're losing weight or in maintenance is have like, save it and have a little bit each day, you know, then you get into your treating yourself every day kind of situation. I would just like, today's the day. Halloween is it. Have the candy, move on from it. Right. Um, move on from that. Uh, if you guys, hi everyone. If you're swimming in it, right? Exactly. <laughs> you got any questions, load them up. So Halloween. So please don't not stress because you're going to have the same stress on um, those of you in the States. You got Thanksgiving coming up. Then you're going to have the same Christmas, same stress at holidays. And then the same stress at New Year's, same stress. At <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? Regardless of what you celebrate and when you're, these things are going to come up. And the whole goal is to lose your weight, to enjoy these things enjoy these days and not stress and yeah you might overindulge your weight might be up and then you're just going to use back on track and then your weight's going to come right back down there um so i got again i've got some lists julia i know i, I made a list of some of yours so they're on here too i'm going to talk about that um i need to take a few pounds off this was susan Haslop. hi susan if you're watching susan talked about needing to lose a few pounds so i'm assuming that you got maybe a little lax about your food choices or whatever or maybe your stress is through the roof or a situation two reason why people gain weight back not putting time into maintenance and then situational change, like really gain weight back. I'm talking like 10, 20, 30, 40 pounds, right? Um, you know, not putting the time into maintenance is a big one outside of that situational change. So your, your routines change, your stress levels change, your physical body is changing and you're not adapting to any of that. But normal fluctuations on the scale are normal. My weight goes up and down. Right now I've been sitting at the higher end 
of my weight. It's probably up about 10 pounds because I've been drinking wine every night. I've been eating chips every night. I have been not been really being mindful of what I'm in, doing or indulging. I haven't been really all that active. My stress level is through the roof. I've been sleeping like garbage. Um, you know, I went away and it's just been one thing after then. My cat was sick for days in the hospital. My dog is cancer. My kids had the flu last week. I'm trying to shoot videos on top of that. And I've just had this fuck it attitude. And now I'm feeling it. Now I'm feeling it. So today I'm on my water, you know, I'm making better food choices and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm starting to get to a place where I'm feeling uncomfortable. I'm totally aware of what I'm doing. I'm totally aware of how I'm feeling. And do I really believe that I gained 10 pounds? Oh my goodness. No, I believe my body is constantly in a state of retaining and bloating, too much salt, not enough water, not enough movement and all of that. And no doubt by the end of the week, I'm going to be, you know, sitting on the lower end of my weight and probably down 10 pounds. Now, did I lose 10 10 pounds in a, in a week? No. Did I also gain 10 pounds? No. Is my weight fluctuating? Absolutely. So this is really normal. So a lot of times when you lose your weight and you see your lowest low, people's weight will sit up about five pounds and you'll freak out. Oh my God, I've gained five pounds back. No, you didn't. That's just normal eating and living. You do not want to live a life where you're constantly trying to see your lowest low on the scale. That is no way to live. That's just as weird as all the weird shit you do to lose it, right? You really want to understand those natural fluctuations. Um, you know, if you're still getting your menstrual cycle, you know, your weight can fluctuate up 10 pounds at certain times in the month, you know, um, when you're like for so many reasons, the same reasons why your weight can be up while you're losing those same reasons your weight can be up while you're focused on maintaining. So, so once you hit that lowest low, you're probably going to sit about five pounds above that. And then people will get on the scale. If you're still weighing, if you're still getting on the scale, the scale is there for you to understand what maintenance looks like, right? On the scale and what your natural fluctuations are. You, you know, yes, for the first few months after you're done, you're working to solidify your weight. You can use it kind of a check and balance system just to be mindful. But really, you eventually want to toss that scale out the window and go by how you feel. So if you start to feel, if you're making choices, like drinking a lot of wine, eating a lot of chips, doing a lot of things, you know, and you're not eating enough leafy greens, you're not drinking enough water, you're not getting good sleep, you're not managing your stress, you're not moving your body in those things, then you need to be like, okay, honey, I need to get, you know, I need to check myself here because I can feel, you know, feel my body's not happy. And so it's just a matter of doing the things that you need to do in order to feel like you're happy. So a lot of times people will hit that five pounds above and then if their weight goes up seven pounds, it's like, oh, I've gained weight. And you know, you really, your body is not looking to gain weight. Like in order to gain weight, you'd really have to be like, constantly overindulging like to the extreme more so what's going to cause you to gain weight is going long periods of time without eating ignoring your body's hunger cues again or back into the not eating all day in anticipation of a bigger meal later not managing your stress not managing your sleep not drinking enough water not adding those leafy greens that if anything is going to reinforce the need for the body to store, to, to hold on and actually store fat and you really have to try hard to gain weight after a process that you've just gone through with the living method. So it's normal for your weight to fluctuate. But here's the thing. Let's say for shits and giggles that you feel like you've gained actual weight. What do you do about it? You do not have to go through and repeat the whole process again. You you went through the process. You know exactly what you're, you know what the fuck you're doing. Cause your weight to be up. You know, come on. 
right? You know, you know, you know, you know what you're doing and the choices that you're making that are making you feel like that. You're, you're, you're not, you're not feeling like that just like by eating your leafy greens and your proteins and your carbs and your whatever. That's not making you feel like that. You know what's making you feel like that. So what you want to do is do the opposite of that and help your body feel good again. It's not even about losing the weight. It's about doing the things that you need to do to feel good because your body doesn't want the fat. And if you have gained weight for whatever reason, it'll release that fat. So here's where you can repeat the process again if you want but personalizing the plan personalizing the plan to maintain your weight is totally different than personalizing the plan and maximizing all your efforts to get and keep that scale moving that's totally different so when showing up you might need more than back on track. If you've been doing a number on yourself for a while, you might need more than back on track. You might need to like back on track, like on like plus maximizing and doing all of the things. This is where you'd want to go into personalizing the plan. Be in tune with your body's needs. You know what your body needs. Bump up that water. Add in those leafy greens. Get get to that high protein breakfast in the morning. Don't let long periods of time go without eating. You can do back on track for the sake of no brainer, but then you also on top of that want to maximize and do all the other things along with it, right? So so if you for whatever reason feel like you need to drop a few pounds you don't have to repeat the program again you know exactly what you need to do right and this is where you want to be very mindful not to fall back into old habits well if I just starve myself the weight will come off fast yeah and then you also reinforce the fact that you need it again and you're just messing with all of your hard work so personalize the plan check in at breakfast am I hungry do I need to eat could I eat should I eat you know what eating breakfast high protein absolutely benefit maximize my efforts I'm eating the high protein breakfast check in morning snack maximize your efforts make sure you're making your food choices neutral rich ask those four questions again right and just kind of the sake of cleaning up I frigging hate that word cleaning it up that's what I'm doing right now I'm cleaning it up I, I and I don't mean eating clean foods that I, I can't stand that term but cleaning it up meaning like I'm gonna stop eating chips and drinking the wine and eating the thing you know what I mean I'm gonna do some things that are gonna make me feel more comfortable and really are making me feel better because, you know, the reality is, is that there's a lot of things that we choose to eat. doesn't mean our bodies are designed necessarily to eat them. It doesn't mean that we can't eat them, but definitely means that we're going to notice how we feel when we do have them, right? So, so hopefully that helps. Uh, hopefully that helps. Um, so if you want to take a few pounds off, yeah, sure, you can repeat the process if you can. Work on that back on track and do it. But you all you need is, like, step it up. Personalize the plan. Maximize. Do all the things that you need to do to get and keep that scale moving. You know what to do. You know what to do. Um, someone asked me, I think it was Julie, after 30 years of maintaining my weight, do I implement other techniques from the program? So the program is really a mix of a variety of techniques that I've learned actually work. From working 30 years in the diet industry, I've come to realize what really works well and what doesn't work so well. Um, so the, it's not like the diet industry is all lies. There are bits and pieces to it, but usually people take certain things and glorify it like keto and whatever. Like there is a benefit of going high protein for breakfast. You don't need freaking high protein all day long. So there are kind of, you know, some truths in there. Um, do I implement? No. Well, I personalize the plan. I personalize the crap the plan so I know what I need to do in order to get my butt back into my skinny jeans after I've been indulging for months at this point like it has been months I'm like a runaway train <laughs> And I can laugh at myself because then I'll have like months where I'm crushing and feeling good and I'm like, you know, whatever. But it's not my, it's not my, it's not my plan in life to be like crushing it every day and, you know, feeling really like, you know, I want to feel the best I possibly can. I also want to live. I also want to choose. I love wine as much as it makes me feel like garbage the next day and always depressed the next day and never feel great after red wine. I freaking love it. So I want to keep drinking it. 
chips, salty, bloated, can't open my eyes, never feel great after a bag of chips, but I love them. They are my kind of two vices in my life. I, you know, and my coffee in the morning. I'm not about to give my coffee up in the morning. There's just things that I choose to indulge in because why not? And you know, do they make me feel good? Absolutely not. Do I keep doing them? Absolutely. Because they bring me joy. <laughs> they bring me joy. Um, but in 30 years um, of maintaining my weight, do I implement other techniques? No, I personalize the plan. I know exactly what I need to clean it up, to get back on track, to, you know, if my weight is kind of creeping up, to, to get it right back down, um, you know, and, and it's not like I feel, I mean, I'm going to say not, I don't feel great on the low end of my weight. Like when Tony was doing the diet, the living method a couple years ago, I was talking about this on the live in the group today. When he did the program, I started following along with him. And then what was happening is, is like I, my weight got too low in a sense, not too low, but it's on the lower end. My weight's around 119. I fluctuate upwards of 130. I usually land in the middle. And I like the middle. I don't like to, if I'm, if I'm too skinny, my boobs are kind of flat. I'm not as curvy. And, you know, it's great. I can fit my butt into my skinny jeans. And then when I'm, you know, a little on the higher end, I feel a little bloated. I kind of feel a little off because usually it's my food choices that make me feel like that. So I kind of like to land somewhere in between. So I just personalize the plan. I, I don't go looking to lose weight. I never go looking to lose weight. I, I just kind of look to, to, to feel better and know my weight will drop back down. Um, so I don't implement any kind of weird techniques. I use back on track when I need to. And I, then I personalize the plan a little bit hardcore for the sake of dropping my weight down if I feel like it's creeped up. So that's what I do there. Usually just by like making better food choices and moving my body a little bit more and trying to get to bed last night I got to bed at 930. I was ready to sleep at 930 now it took me a while to get to sleep but man Game changer finally I've been staying up late watching TV finally got to bed early um, which reminds me on Tuesday Julia Glowinski is gonna join us she's gonna come in the group she's gonna talk about sleep we're gonna talk about the time change coming up we're gonna talk about time changes when you're traveling we're gonna talk about how in the in the winter season our sleep is affected and how to adjust that so we've got com conversations on that um, what else um, when is it safe? So this was in addition to the weight in Wednesday that we talked last week. First of all, don't you love that freaking conversation? I love it. Um, is it when is it safe to eat? Um, like when is it safe to to eat the things? And when is it safe to buy new clothes? And this I wrote down confident. When you're, it's not a matter of being, it's being safe. It's when you're confident in eating the thing. And what you're going to think afterwards and how you're going to follow through on that, right? It's like you can buy the jeans. It's safe to buy the jeans today, but are you confident that you're going to be able to maintain your weight? And that's a whole other thing. Like you might not feel confident. That doesn't mean physically you're going to gain the weight back. It just means like you might not, That it's that trust thing. It's that, it's the trust thing. The next thing I wrote on my pad of paper was trust, right? Like this is really about trust. Trusting that this is going to work for you. Trusting that this is going to be finally in front. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. 
Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. Now, I talked about a conversation uh, this morning. I'm just checking to see if you guys have left any questions. So this morning I talked about how this woman came on my Instagram page yesterday and said, I love your program, but I don't agree with Finally and Forever. Man, I didn't know whether to rage because like don't even fucking bring that here when people are working so hard to actually lose weight in a different way, a healthy way, physically and mentally. Finally and forever is up to you. Finally and forever is all on you. I'm it's it, I'm not responsible for your finally and forever. I will teach you how to lose weight in a way physically where your body's not going to feel the need to gain it back. I will teach you how to lose weight physically that addresses your body's issues and actually helps your body get healthier. I will teach you how to lose weight physically that you get more in tune with your mind-body connection. I will teach you how to lose weight physically in the sense of what you need, what you don't need, how to understand your body's needs and how your body will react to certain food choices and stuff that you're making. I will teach you how to lose weight in a way where you will know how to manage your weight moving forward, but it will up, be up to you to do that. And this is where mentally, this is why the mental part of this is so huge because mentally you have to work through your bullshit and get out of your own way and not sabotage yourself and not make shitty choices for yourself and convince yourself it's okay when you feel like garbage when it's not. It's really understanding and being in tune and showing up for yourself and being accountable for yourself and, and being mindful for the rest of your life. Now, that may seem like a lot of work, but it's really not. The work that you're doing now is going to make it so it's second nature now. Like, I listen, if I go, I can go eat all the chocolate bars that I, in the world I want tonight and all the candy. And am I worried about gaining weight from that? No. But you know what I'm going to get? A big fat tummy ache and I'm going to feel like garbage the next day. And that's not going to catch me off guard or, you know, surprise me. You know, if I go drink a bottle of wine, and they eat pasta for dinner followed by some chips in bed. Am I going to feel, going to have a great sleep? No. Am I going to feel like garbage when I wake up? Probably. Is the scale going to go up? Yes, it is. Do I think I've gained real weight? No. No, not at all. But do I think, okay, maybe I should eat some leafy greens and a little drink, a little extra water, maybe get my ass to bed early tonight? Yeah, probably, right? So this is about... You know, it's about making choices and being fully aware how those choices are going to affect you. And that's finally and forever. Finally and forever is understanding what you need, being in tune with your body's needs, um, making choices that you're mindful about, you know, like if you're going to choose to have the thing, have the thing, enjoy the thing, then don't rag on yourself about the thing. You know, it's about, you know, just every day doing your best to look and feel your best. You're going to have certain times in your life where you can prioritize yourself. You feel amazing and you're moving your body and you're making good choices and I feel like a rock star. And then you're going to have days and, you know, times in your life where you're hanging on by the skin of your teeth because you've got so much chaos going on in your life and you can barely, you know, make time for anything, let alone to prepare, prepare nutrient-rich meals and do this and do that. And then that you might feel affected. You're not getting good sleep. Your stress levels are high. Your choices aren't so great. So you're kind of feeling that. That, may, that doesn't mean you're going to gain all your weight back that's like ding 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 hello show up for myself make myself a priority in my own life that's really what happened to me in the last month and I'm being very real about that I came back from a vacation my cat was sick oh my god she almost died pancreas freaking Titus then my dog has cancer and like I said then my kids like I you name it there's always something but that's the same thing in life there's always something so you have to know what you want and what you need in order to continue to to to, to live at a weight that you're comfortable and confident in so what was the question again when can you when is it safe to eat the things so the thing that makes you feel off will always make you feel off always 
It's, it's never going to stop because that's how that thing makes you feel because we choose to eat a lot of foods in our lives that our bodies aren't necessarily really designed to process and digest. We can eat them, but it doesn't mean that we should be eating them and it doesn't mean I'm going to stop eating cheese because, you know, we really shouldn't be having a lot of dairy. This is science. Gluten, same thing. Body's not really designed for it. Some people are more tolerant. Some people are more sensitive. I'm not going to stop eating cheese. I'm not going to stop eating gluten just because my belly gets a little upset every time I do. Now, some people have more hardcore issues and sensitivities than others, so they have to be mindful love that you know but the reality is is that you know like cows cows have this this four-tiered digestive system very complex stomach and you know that is designed to process and eat grass but we feed them soy and corn and all these other things just because they can eat those things doesn't mean that's what their stomachs are designed same things with us like all the Halloween candy and all the artificial flavors and the colors and all that kind of stuff. So you, if you eat that thing and it makes you feel awful, it's not because you've lost weight or not because you're more in tune. It's because it always made you feel awful. Just now that you're in, now that you're aware of how these things make you feel. So that's a matter of like understanding that, right? And um, it's like drinking a bottle of wine. If I drink a bottle of wine, I'm enjoying it in the moment. The next day I'm dehydrated and I feel awful. So what do I do? Make sure I get extra water in just kind of recognize that's how I feel. Like we all get hungover, right? If you drink alcohol, you drink too much, you get hungover. You're like, okay, I'm hungover today. You move along. Doesn't stop you from drinking it again next time doing the same thing, right? So the food kind of should be no different. Um, and then new clothes. So I was talking about this in the Weight Loss Wednesday. Like I have a range of clothes. I don't have a whole wardrobe that spans 100 pounds that I've lost because I don't believe in holding on to your old fat clothes, for lack of a better word, especially if you've lost a lot of weight. But I do have clothes that, you know, when I'm 119, fit me a little bit better, um, you know, and when I'm, you know, 130, fit me a little bit better. So I kind of have a, a range or I buy jeans that have a little bit more stretch or, you know, I put the jeans on, they're a little bit tighter when, you know, I'm my weight's a little higher or when they're, you know, then I got a saggy butt when they're a little looser. So that is normal that's normal and like and there's kind of no way around that so that doesn't necessarily mean you have to keep your old clothes just in case you can absolutely buy new clothes and, and whatever if I go buy new clothes I'm gonna buy it for how I fit fit into it that day and then you know there may be a time in the month where it's a little bit big on me another time in the month where it's loose on me and then a time in the month where you know if it, it fits me just right and and that's and that's really normal but that comes down to trust that really comes down to trust. Finally and forever is the responsibility of oneself. Libby uh, Method just gives you the tools to achieve your journey. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, like you're responsible for yourself. You've done this. The thing is, is that part of that trust is recognizing all of the hard work that you've put into this process to lose the weight in a healthy way, to work through all that stuff mentally, to strengthen that mind-body connection. You did that. You did that. But it's so easy to fall back into old habits and old patterns because that's so familiar to us. Us. And we spend a lot of time functioning from that space and, you know, like 20 years of dieting and then, you know, a few short months or even one short year in comparison of, of kind of living life in a different way, you know, it can take yourself, it can take your, your, take your time to learn to trust, trust and more importantly to get to know the new you to get to know the new you, right? And also recognize that these trust issues make a lot of sense because you've been here before. You've lost and gained, you lost and gained, you lost and gained, you put a lot of time, energy, and effort and all of those things. And, you know, but let me remind you, it was so different in the sense that when you remember those that feeling, you lose the weight and then as soon as you start to eat, you feel like your weight just goes up and up. And, uh, and it's uncontrollable. This is different. This is different. So, it, you, you know, I know you want it to be different. It is different, right? So try to be calm, try to get deep breath. What does your body need? Where are you at? What do you need to do given what you're, you know, what you're going through? 
and you know, including like Halloween, if you eat a whole bunch of cal Halloween candy tonight and then you wake up the next day and regret it, don't regret it. Now you know. Now you know why I did that. I ate the Halloween candy. didn't really serve me a purpose. I feel like garbage today. So when you're making those connections, and rather than ragging on yourself about it, you're making those connections. Oh, I ate it. It didn't really... It wasn't really a treat because I felt like crap afterwards. Do you know what I mean? And then and then you wake up the next day, you assess how you feel, you, you kind of recognize, oh, it doesn't work for me really anymore to indulge in the candy. So guess what's going to happen? Next time you're around the candy, you're, you're, yourself is going to remind yourself because that's your new connection because you've taken the time to bring bring true awareness to it. In your mind, oh, it's yummy, but we forget about physically how we feel and then mentally how we, you know, the dialogue that follows. So you have the wherewithal right now. Now that you're no longer looking to lose and you're in that maintenance stage, you have the skills to bring awareness to your choices, how they're making you feel physically, how they're making you feel mentally, and then you can rewire that. So candy that you thought was yummy and good and I'm missing out if I can't have it, I need to have it, you really aren't missing out on anything you don't really need to have it because last time you had it, it made you feel like crap. And you know, I don't really want to feel like that again. That's it. Now you may find some middle ground, you know, I'm going to have one piece and then you're going to taste it and then, you know, enjoy it. And then you're going to have the next piece and you're going to realize, oh, it's not as good as the first piece. Yeah, because your, your body's had enough and it's shutting down your, your taste buds, which is something it does to let you know when you've had enough. And that's where you can say to yourself and all of a sudden you got half a chocolate bar left in your hand. You're like, what do I do with this? Who wants this? I do not want this, <laughs> which happens to me all the time. You know, the caramel squares. I love the, the, the caramel bar or whatever. So I go and I grab a little mini one. I eat the first piece. I let it kind of melt in my mouth, the caramel thing. And then I don't want the second piece. Happens every single time. Then I'm left like half a piece, which of course no one wants. It feels like such a waste to throw it in the garbage. But listen, and, and you know, I'm not wasting it because I've enjoyed it. I've taken that square. I've enjoyed it. Whether I eat it or not, the wrapper is still the wrapper and it's going to come and process its way out through the other side. So it's not me wasting it to sit there with half eaten chocolate bar. But this is the kind of stuff that'll happen to you where you'll just say, you'll think that you want it but you actually physically don't really want it and you'll recognize that the more you bring awareness to it next thing you know you'll have a bite oh, I'm good do you want any more no I'm fine or you may not want any at all I think tonight if you really focus on Halloween and you're around the candy and again, just because it's Halloween, we're talking. This this can go with anything that you're that you're talking about indulging. I think you're going to be really surprised how your body will show up for you and let you know what works and what doesn't if you let it and you if you start to trust it. I think that's where that that trust phase is really important and to recognize your body is on your side. It wants you to be as healthy as possible. It doesn't want you to feel like garbage. It's not trying to make you fat and tired and all of those things. It really wants you feeling your best. It wants you to live your longest life, right? So that's that big that's that big trust part. Um, alcohol. I do want to talk about alcohol. Um, I want to talk about alcohol. I see a couple. Hi, Anne. I'm going to end Linda. I'm going to answer your questions. I do want to talk about alcohol. I think it was Julie again who asked like how detrimental is alcohol to your process? So alcohol is very dehydrating. Alcohol messes with your sleep. I don't know about you, but whenever I drink wine specifically, it makes me feel a little bit depressed the next day. Um, you know, so you don't make the greatest choices when you're drinking it, um, and it just doesn't make you feel great in general. Now, some some people it affects them more than others, especially with hormones. It can interrupt your hormones and your hormones regulating. So, in a roundabout way, definitely taking alcohol out, um, you 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 can you can feel more comfortable, like in terms of your weights, because your body's not retaining water because you're in constant state of dehydration. 
dehydration. It's not messing. Sometimes some people, alcohol can really mess with their digestive systems. So I always uh, go through periods where I will drink no alcohol and then I'll drink a bottle a week for like a couple of weeks. Then I'll drink no alcohol. And when I'm not drinking, God, I feel amazing. I just feel amazing. You know, it, you, you could be like, you know, I'm going to take it out for a week, see how I feel. You know, um, but this really is sort of, sort of individual. Um, but you know, as much as we, you don't have to, to, to stop drinking, to lose weight, you definitely don't have to stop drinking to maintain your weight. What you are is really in tune with your body and you may be recognizing, you know, it, it never made you feel good. And now you're really noticing how it doesn't make you feel good. Um, that's one thing I'm fully aware of. I know it doesn't make me feel good. Um, but for, for all sorts of reasons, it's really beneficial to minimize. It could be also, too, that your metabolism is higher, so less alcohol goes a longer way. So if you're still drinking your two glasses of wine, you might want to drop that to one glass of wine and kind of play around with that a little bit. Um, let me get to these questions. Suddenly, nuts are causing me some stomach issues. I used to really enjoy my afternoon nut snack. Are nuts a key component in the afternoon with personalizing the plan? Can I substitute something else? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. What do you mean? Hmm? What do you mean here? Um, you don't have to have, keep having nuts. We fell off the nuts. We're off the basic food plan when we started to personalizing the plan for sure. Even when it came to um, what week was that week? Our, our higher protein and fat revamp week. So that's where you remember our higher protein and fat revamp week, weeks nine and ten. Is that right? Weeks nine and ten. <laughs> been a long week. Weeks nine and 10, we dropped that two afternoon snacks down to one afternoon snack. And the easiest thing to do was combine your veg, veg snack with your nut and seed snack. But then you had all other options. You could have yogurt, you could have whatever, you could have whatever you want. You could have a boiled egg, you could have whatever you want. So you definitely have options. Once you're personalizing the plan, I mean, the nuts were there for a rhyme and a reason up until that point, because they are higher protein fat, making the body work hard um, for its food, right? But come week nine, we phased you off of that. And then the interpersonalizing the plan, you have a lot more options when it comes to all of your snacks, not just your morning snack. Now, the easiest thing to do was to take a protein and fat, add it to your morning fruit snack in week nine, and then take those two afternoon snacks down to one and have veggies with your nut and seed snack. But you have lots of other options with that. So you can definitely take out nuts. Though, it could be what's happening with your digestive system. You know, especially like, for example, you start drinking a little bit more alcohol this time of year. I'm not saying that you are. That could be messing with your digestive system. It could really be stemming from that. It could be that, you know, you benefit from, you know, um, maybe adding some digestive bitters, especially if you've been off a little bit there with your food choices. Um, could also be a food sensitivity where you're noticing that, you know, the kinds of nuts that you're eating are starting to bother you, especially peanuts tend to do this. So you can switch up the kind of nuts that you're having. So if you're doing almonds, switch to like something like macadamia nuts or something like that. Or if you're doing nuts, maybe switch to something like seeds. It doesn't really matter. You know that this is bothering you. So switch it up to something else. That's where your body's like saying, Hey, I don't feel so hot. So first make sure it's not other things, right? That's, that's affecting what's happening. It could be stress levels in your life. And you're really tired at the time that you're adding in those nuts and seeds. So you're picking up on that and they're a little hard for your system to digest when you're already tired and exhausted and whatever. So it could be a variety of different things. So first check to see if anything else has changed and then definitely switch up the kind of nuts or kind of seeds that you're having. Um, if you want to take them out all together, you can totally do that as well. So you got, you got lots of options there. Um, where would you go in? So I would go into the old, um, your old group and, and go into the week nine guidelines. I think in there we have options for those, for those, um, higher protein um, and fat snacks are in there specifically. I mean, you can use anything. You don't just have to use what's on the list. But if I go back and refer that, you can find those there. So yeah, you can totally substitute. Um, this, is, this is where you're going to trust. 
if you're eating something and it keeps bothering you, trust that it's going to keep bothering you. That's not going to change. Now, you can strengthen your digestive system by adding in like digestive bitters and stuff like that. So further to, you know, dairy and gluten, those kinds of things, it's not unusual for you to be sensitive to, like if everyone, before you did the program, if you went and did one of those food sensitivity tests at your natural path, you're all going to come back sensitive to the same thing. Almonds and eggs and this and that. There's a whole list of things. And that's usually because your body's working like crap, not really working on the, the most optimal levels. And once you actually you know get your body working on more optimal levels you strengthen your digestive system you can have those things and they don't bother you that's because most people's bodies are so broken down that's what they come back with it's the same list of stuff for everybody because those foods are harder to digest but once you sort of strengthen your digestive system you can notice that you know you can add foods in that you were sensitive to before but then also you might notice that you are more sensitive to foods you were adding in before because you just come to recognize they don't really work for you anymore such a great question hi linda i'm away for three weeks at disney how fun is that i'm trying my best with so many treats along the way and I'm trying not to sabotage myself and get in a rut. Okay. Being at Disney and having the things is not sabotaging yourself. It's being at Disney and having the things. I don't know about you, but to get to even go to Disneyland is like, oh my gosh. Do you know what I'm saying? This is, it's like going to Rome and not eating the pizza. It's like going to Italy and not eating the pizza and not having the pasta. That's not sabotaging yourself. It's going to Italy and having the pasta and the pizza. I'm like, what the fuck? Why else go there? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So to me, Disney is no different. It's like here we have the CNE and every, every year at the CNE, there's always, something that they at this time it was like ketchup and mustard flavored ice cream which I did not have um, but I like the free I like the deep fried cheese curds it's one of the things I love they had that one year at the CNE they had this burger it was a cronut no wait what it, it, was a, it was a burger on a donut oh my god that freaking thing was so I can still taste it my friend I didn't go but my friend got it for me because I wanted it donut on a crispy cream oh to this day, oh my goodness, I, like it, it was so delicious. My face literally, I ate half. My face broke out with so many pimples. It was so greasy, so gross. But like that, that's the, this is the event. So that's not sabotage. So that, that's really important to understand. That's not sabotage. One thing I'm finding here in the States is upset tummy every day. TMI, no such thing as TMI. We're all friends. We've laughed. We've cried. We've, we've, done, we've gone through this journey together. Don't worry about TMI. Um, it's hot here, so there's lots of water. Staying hydrated, but, but finding it hard to keep on track. Okay, so your routine is completely off. It's really hot you probably can't drink enough water which you got to try to drink water plus you know the, if you're around the salty air that can really cause your body to to you know to, to to retain the water even more your bowel movements are probably off a little bit so that's making you feel a little off um obviously it's different kinds of foods there tends to be a lot more food in the states portion wise that's pretty typical of what we have here you go to the states and the, the portions are just you know a lot bigger um so this is where get on your water make that your focus because if you're if you're hydrated, then you know um, you're not going to have those cravings for things, right? This is be in tune, and and it's okay to eat half the ice cream. It's okay to get a big Mickey Mouse ice cream and then just eat half of it, or order the kid size. That's a big thing I do. Like, don't miss out on having the things. But also, if you want to have the thing, you don't have to eat the whole thing either. You know what I mean? Like just because you're not gonna eat the whole thing doesn't mean you're wasting. It's not your fault. They only sell it in that size. So you're still entitled to show up at Disneyland and have the thing and only have that small little bit of the thing or try to split it with someone else or something like that. So those little like things that you can do here 
in there. Um, you know, try to get those leafy greens in when you can. You're probably missing out on the roughage and leafy greens, which I imagine they don't have a whole heck of a lot at to see that. I'm not really sure. But you might make, need to make an effort to get those greens in. But, you know, um, this is where you are sometimes. Sometimes in life you find yourself in situations or dealing with stuff where you can't do things the way that you want. You can make the best of it. But yeah, don't get caught. Like if you want to have that thing, listen, you could do a whole number on yourself for the next three weeks. Then you're going to get back. Your weight's probably going to get be up. You're going to feel like, you know, not so great. And then you're just going to get right back at it. That weight will drop right back down. You'll be so happy you're home. And the next thing you know, you're back at it, right? Now you want to obviously minimize the damage for lack of a better word that you're doing when you get back. You want to feel like you have all this work to do. Not only that though, bigger than that, bigger, bigger, bigger than that. You want to feel good while you're away and enjoying yourself. So a little bit of effort will go a long way. Making sure to drink your water, get those leafy greens in, be mindful of those portions, ask yourself those four questions. I don't know where you're at. You know, you don't, you don't have to like, because you're not downsizing or losing or anything like that, but be in tune because it, there's a lot of noise right now happening. So you may just want to ask yourself those four questions, even though you probably don't need to because they're second nature, but ask them anyway. How's this portion for me? Okay, this is way too big. Ding, 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 ding. Recognize I'm not going to eat all of this, nor do I want to eat all of this. So then enjoy it, make an effort of enjoying it, then also making an effort of how you're feeling when you've had enough. And then when you've had enough, just be like, I've had enough. Anyone else want the rest of this? No, okay, you know, away it goes in the garbage, which is such a waste, but again, it's not your fault that people over size everything that they're serving in so order the smaller size so you know um, get those leafy greens in the little things that you can do to to just feel that much better if you focus on feeling as best you possibly can then that's your ticket and I would ditch the sabotaging efforts I don't think you're sabotaging yourself at all I think you're just in a place where you know you're it's really loud and noisy and you got a lot going on and where you want to indulge if it's like Halloween if not Halloween to eat the candy then when and if not in Disneyland then when you know what I mean so please don't stress too much about it just kind of help your body you know through the choices that you're making still have a great time and then you know when you get back obviously get right back at it oh so fun so fun I gotta go gotta go just realized during maintenance that I wasn't focusing on the four questions I was still eating the six times a day and keeping my metabolism working yeah and a lot of people Joan get really stuck on just following the basic plan you have got to be personalizing the plan or you're following the plan you're either repeating the program again for the sake of solidifying your weight which you absolutely still be doing all of the things making all those tweaks along the way even though you don't have to maximize your efforts to, like you're trying to lose or you're personalizing the plan what I don't want to see is like, I don't want to see any of you two years from now and you're still following the food plan. Oh, Gina, you'd be so proud I'm maintaining still following the food plan. I would be like, what? Why? No, 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 no. You want to be in tune. Once you've lost your weight, it no longer serves you a purpose to force yourself to eat when you're not hungry. And yes, when you get back on track and you go off rails, yeah, because you can kind of, again, there was a rhyme and a reason behind that food plan. Definitely you want to get off that right into personalizing your plan. But I know sometimes it can be hard for people to let that go because that's what works and they feel like they have to keep doing that, but you don't. You don't. You don't. Um, not a lot of leafy greens here, like you said, but making the mess of it for sure. Thanks so much, Gina. I'll be back at it for sure. Enjoying every minute. Oh, good. Yay. Happy to hear that. Happy to hear that. I do have to go. Um, I enjoyed this conversation today. I know I missed last week, so it's nice to be back this week. I hope that you join us. Um, so remember on Mondays, we'll do the poster. Let me know if you can't if you can't make the live. Add your question. I'll make a list just like I did today, and I'll run through them. Um, on Wednesday, we're going to be weighing in on Wednesday with Anna and Odette. God, I love that conversation. Same thing. We'll do a poster for that in the morning. If you can't join us live, um, we'll run through. We'll make a list of the questions and the things that you guys want to weigh in on. Uh, remember that we turn these segments into podcasts. Oh, I'm sorry.
did this? Oh, I think Tony's recording it. We've had some issues getting some podcast up, so we're kind of doing it a little bit of a different way, which I see Tony did for me, which is great because he's great like that. <laughs> I gotta go. Anyway, everyone, uh, great chatting. Hope everyone has an amazing day, and I'll check in later. Bye.